I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, and joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, the live lord, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Well, nothing brand new. Not today. But uh, we are live right now on Hot Mike. We just drafted a... Uh, a heck of a draft. Really fun. I honestly think the chat uh, beat Nick and I both in this fantasy draft, but we drafted players that were uh, featured in the Last Dance documentary, uh, Michael Jordan and stuff. So it was super fun. Bird, Magic, uh, Barkley, Malone, so many different people in this draft. So it was super fun uh, seeing everybody going back and forth. So I'm sure you could check Twitter and see how our teams uh, played out. But besides that, there's no Mavs news except for our boy Clyde Warren coming in (laughs) hot uh, with a, hey, check this Instagram comment that Hot goss. Like Jesus Romero say, hot goss, hot goss. Brad Bill out here liking some uh, Instagram comments and have some Mavs fans smiling today. We'll hit that one in our first game. This is a game pod on a Friday. We went live on Hot Mike last night. Join us every Thursday night live on Hot Mike, either doing a game pod or a mailbag. Today we're doing a game pod. We have some rapid-fire what-ifs. We've been doing what-ifs on the Lockdown Podcast Network all week, and so we wanted to do some rapid-fire ones to get a whole bunch of them through. We have chat here talking about uh, giving some of their what-ifs. We also have a game called Make Me Pick Between Two Things. Uh, it's a little bit like Would You Rather, but it's just between two objects or two players. And so we'll play that game. Then we're going to play a fun game of Start, Cut, Bench, where chat will give us three players, and we have to decide which one we're going to start, which one we're going to cut, and which one we're going to bench. So that should be fun. We're excited. Let's get right into it, Isaac Harris, with the what-ifs. But before we do, today's podcast is brought to you by... Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's delicious. And use the promo code Locked On for $10 off your first order. BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code Locked On. All right. Let's hit them with the first what if that you already alluded to. So our friend Clyde Warren on Twitter sent us a screenshot of an Instagram comment where he, I think it was either, it was probably Clyde because I don't think he would have access to anybody else's comments. But he said, you just gained my respect. Now come to the Mavs. And he was directing this comment at Bradley Beal. And Bradley Beal liked the comment. What if Bradley Beal, for our first what if, what if Bradley Beal wants out and wants to play for the Mavs? What then? Um. Okay. Well, we've talked about Brad Beal before. And here's my thing. The moment that he signed that extension, he's under contract. He has a player option in 2022-23 for $37 million. The moment he signed that extension, I hate to break it to you, I think that took the Mavs out of the running for a bit. <laughs> Mainly because Dallas just doesn't have the assets for it. If Brad Beal hit the market, there's other teams that's going to outbid 
the Mavericks, teams like the Denver Nuggets. Like they're a prime team to go after Brad Beal. There's so many. They, yeah, there's different teams out there that could put out packages, first round draft picks, some young pieces. You know, what if Denver put Michael Porter Jr. in the deal? What if you know? Yeah, you could go down the line of some teams putting some different players in it. So uh, he's a heck of a fit. He would fit perfectly for uh, for this Mavs team alongside Luca and KP. He's exactly what you would want. Uh, so I'm not saying that. It's just he's such a good basketball player that, and he's still young that the Mavs would just simply be outbid. Yeah, I think that's that's the hardest part with this is I just don't know if the Mavs have a way to get it done unless the Wizards are super interested in a Tim Hardaway Jr.'s you know expiring contract and you know adding pieces to that. Maybe they're interested in the two picks the Mavs have, but they're just, I just don't think it's enough for Bradley Beal, even if he was to force a trade out, which we have seen players, though. We have seen some players get traded for less than what we thought was ideal. Paul George to the Oklahoma City Thunder the first time. He went for Victor Oladipo, who wasn't all-star Victor Oladipo at the time, and Amonis Sabonis. So we've seen some teams you know, make some trades that wouldn't you know, pass the smell test, at least <laughs> on Twitter, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. My only pushback on that is like somebody like Sabonis. Um, yeah, I, I would young say player Sabonis. with upside. Yeah, young player with upside and stuff. So it, Dallas just doesn't like we we love our young players. We love Jalen Brunson. He's just not a you know if Jalen Brunson was a, close to like an SGA type of you know player, it might be a little bit different. But uh, Brunson serves his role really well in Dallas, and he's just not that to that level as far as a a trade piece. And yeah, so. Chat, if you have any, send in your what-if scenarios. If you have some, let us know. Let's move on to this one from Austin, though. Austin on Twitter says, what if Kemba signed with the Mavs? I mean, this is so hard. You talk to the right people with that Kemba thing, and there were a lot of people that was really confident about landing Kemba in Dallas. And I do wonder that because, you know, if you, if you go back to the summer and how Dallas ended up spending their money, you know, they pretty much, you know, just used their money to bring back their guys. They pretty much used their cap space to bring back the restricted guys. So there, you know, maybe you don't get DeLon Wright. Well, actually probably don't get DeLon Wright in this scenario. You probably Uh, wouldn't want him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but you would still bring back Maxi and Dorian because that whole that whole thing before was, you know, if if y'all were listening to this podcast back in the off season, uh, dealing with free agency, which gosh, it, it feels like an eternity ago that we were arguing free agency. But um, you know, the whole order of events for the Mavericks was, you know, to use this space, sign people, then go over the cap to bring back your restricted guys like Dorian and Maxi, and they didn't find a guy to do that with, so they just used their cap space on the restricted guys so I don't know I mean would they I mean we'd agree that they would have a better record right yes yeah I think so because then he can maybe fill in some gaps where Luca wasn't as good as he was last year in, in crunch time so the Mavericks are probably a little better this year but maybe their their defense probably hurts a little bit more <laughs> which, which it's kind of hard to see how that would happen could their offense be better or would their offense just be the same? That's the that's the crazy thing about it. Yeah, that's true. I think their offense would be better though. I I, I really do. better than I think number one in the league and and no. for the better part of the season, the best offense in NBA history. Yeah, I think the only counter to that would be you would be taking the ball out of Lucas' hands a little bit more. Yeah. And now you know, obviously in hindsight, we see we see like what Luca you know did with the ball in his hands so much to where like oh dang like. 
I, you know, I feel like a lot of people, is it safe to say, and our, our chat on Hot Mic right now can answer this too, is it safe to say the majority of Mavs fans are happy that we didn't get Kemba at this point? Because of just how the season, we're you know on pace for 50 wins, playoff team, Luka took this whole, you know, another step. So it's like, we kind of look at it and be like, all right, I'm kind of happy that Luka didn't come. I mean, uh, Kemba, gosh. Um, but also something to think about too, and I think we kind of look at this in the same mindset of, look how, like, we're, we're going up, look at the trajectory that we're on, and we still have the cap space for Giannis to where if we got Kemba, that would have definitely cut into the cap space for for Giannis. Yeah, it's it's interesting to th- I think that maybe not that they're okay with that they missed out on Kemba, but I think they're okay with with what happened instead, right? They're satisfied with the, the Mavs season instead. It's not it's not a what if that you look back and say, well, the Mavericks didn't get this guy, and so and then what happened afterwards was they were a bad team or they were a mediocre team. Like the Mavericks were a good team this year so far if it if it continues. All right, let's try to get some more of these rapid fire ones from chat. Um, uh, Robert says, what if Jordan went to the Mavs in Cuban's first years? This is one we're going to do on a later podcast. I think we're going to devote a whole podcast to that because of Jordan. So we'll do that one later. Um, <laughs> what if Rick Carlisle was coaching in 06 instead of Avery Johnson? This is from Wolfgang. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've heard a decent amount of people. I think Dirk on maybe a documentary or something talking about just his career. I've just heard people talk about Avery, and I know he he was obviously let go and stuff after that, and he was kind of towards the end of his run there. But uh, I've I've heard people make the pitch that hey, like how much that team grew under Avery, and but I don't know that was towards the end there, so it's like. Or at the end, so I I don't know what the difference you know would have made in that series. I don't know if it makes a difference in the finals, right? Like I don't know if it. If, I mean, it's Rick's di- not helping the refs, so yeah. <laughs> unless Rick was paying him off in eleven. Oh. What did I say? How do we end a hot mic? <laughs> okay, uh, one more. We'll get a break. Ben says, "What if Josh Howard kept playing at an all star level after oh six oh seven? All right. So here's the thing. It's not like Josh Howard just dropped off. Like. He, he became an all-star, and he's averaged about 18 points a game, but it's not like he just dropped down to, like, nine points a game that very next year. He averaged he actually averaged 19 that very next year. I think he averaged 18 the year after that. He didn't drop off. It's just after that year, you know, three years after his all-star year, that's when he dropped down to the 12 points a game. And that's ultimately, and if you want to go keep on going down the road about the Josh Howard stuff, what if Josh Howard didn't drop off well, if Josh Howard did continue playing at that level, even moving past that, we probably wouldn't have traded him to Washington in a deal that landed you Karan Butler, Deshaun Stevenson, and Brendan Haywood. Two two of those guys were key pieces in the title run. So you can even go down a further path and say, if Josh Howard continued being an all-star, would we have won 2011? I don't know because one of the things that I, I always hated about the 2007 Warriors thing, and I think that's one of those coming up too, is you know the fact that you know Dallas obviously gets put out in the first round, huge upset, eight seed beating a one seed. But I hated that for Josh Howard too because this was the, that was a year that he was like Dirk's Robin, and we were going to see D- Josh Howard really excel in the playoffs. And so I wanted to see Josh Howard against the Spurs or Lakers end up. You know, it would have been the Spurs, but in that Western Conference Finals or that Jazz team in that second round, and I that would have been a huge moment for his career. So yeah, I don't know. 
Coming up, let's get into some more of these. We're getting flooded with what ifs in the chat on Hot Mike, so we're going to keep doing that. But before we do that, Isaac Harris. Today's podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. I have one right in front of me. I'm showing it to chat. This is the this is one of our favorites, the double chocolate mousse. This is one you like, right? That's a good yeah, I like that one. That's a good one. This is the double chocolate mousse. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, a taste of this on the podcast because I know this goes so well. Here we go. This goes so well every time I do this. When are you gonna learn your lesson? It's so delicious. I'm just gonna take a little bite of it. Oh no. This is so weird. Look at that. It's a good bar. The chocolate on the outside is really good. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. I'm eating it right now. It's really sweet. Chocolate on the outside is good. The middle is good. I feel like Leonard on Community when he does his taste test. This is a must buy. That's a Leonard from from Community. Built Bars are tasty. It's a protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. 16 amazing flavors like the double chocolate mousse that I just tried. Uh, Built Bar is great for health conscious guy. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get ten dollars off your first order. Use the promo code Locked On for ten dollars off at BuiltBar.com. There'll be a link in the description of this podcast. All right, Isaac, let's continue with the what ifs. We're getting flooded with what ifs in the chat. Um, Michael says, "What if Dirk never got hurt in two thousand three? I think this is a fascinating one because the Mavericks, I think, were down. They were down two to one, I think, and Dirk gets hurt basically. And or they're down. I remember they were down in the series, and then Dirk gets hurt against the Spurs, and then the Spurs go on, you know, and play in, in the finals. But that could have been that's a huge what if for Dirk because that's the that's the next closest he got to winning a title after 06. Yeah, I I do think about that because that you know they get beat by the Spurs in that series. A lot of people, uh, uh, yeah, especially connected with Mavs. It's like, man, if Dirk doesn't get hurt, we're beating the Spurs that year and, and all of that. And it's like, it would have been, I would have loved to seen the Mavs versus Nets in that finals. That would have been a lot of fun uh, with, with Jason Kidd and those guys. And I honestly think Dallas, like bias aside, I, I really do think Dallas would have beat them. And that would have been Dirk's first title. You think that they would have in that one? Yeah, I do. I, yeah, I really do. Yeah, that's a huge what if. That's the one we, we might have to go back and watch the games and do a whole podcast on at some point, the 03 conference finals. That's a really big one. Yeah, because it was, uh, I think it was in the middle of game three or towards the end of game three. And it's like you said, you know, Dallas won the first game uh, of that Western Conference series. Spurs took game two. And then the Spurs end up taking that game three. But it was a close game and stuff when Dirk got hurt. Uh, so then after that, uh, the Mavericks pulled out uh, <laughs> pulled out a game uh, game five in Dallas and they won it behind 31 points from Michael Finley. But, uh, but yeah, anyway. Sater says, what if Dallas accidentally wins the championship this year? We actually did that one yesterday. So if you're going to go check out, it's actually Thursday's pod if you're, since he's watching on a hot mic, but that's a good one. All right, from uh, from Max, he says, what if the Mavs had drafted Stockton and Barkley in 84 instead, instead of uh, Sam Perkins and Terrence Stansberry? I don't even remember that guy, to be honest. Uh, he said, do they at least manage to get over the hump in 88 and go to the finals against the Pistons? So... You have a team of Stockton and Barkley. So that, that could yeah. be the new Stockton Malone, right? <laughs> well, okay. So l- let me push back on just a little bit. Here's the deal. You look at that Mavs team and that going into that 84 draft, and 
you know, they had the choice to take Barkley there, but they also, they obviously went with Sam Perkins. But you look at the makeup of that Mavs team in 84, they had Mark Aguirre. And Mark Aguirre, I know, you know, when you look up, it's, you know, I mean, the Mavericks Twitter account, official account, you know, lists him as a center and that, you know, pole of, you know, position and stuff. No, he's got to hold that it, against them. No, no, no. But, <laughs> well, I, we've joked about it and stuff, but they, they kind of put him there because he he did kind of play in the post a little bit. He was kind of a bigger, like, he played more of like this four type of role. So, drafting Barkley kind of would have been redundant with Aguirre in a way. So, they wanted a big to shoot from the outside. So they, they drafted Sam Perkins to be this kind of like stretch five type of guy instead of Barkley. If they draft Barkley, he's not starting over Aguirre. So that's the thing. Like I, He probably comes off, comes off the bench. And even looking at Barkley in his rookie year in Philly, um, I think his rookie year, that's where he played with Dr. J and Moses Malone. You know, he started 60 games for him, but still, I, I don't think it would have been a lock that – like Sam Perkins was a natural starter. Like he steps in day one and starts. I don't think Charles Barkley would have been a, an automatic start on day one just because of the roster makeup. And if Charles Barkley wasn't, John Stockton wouldn't have either because they had a 23 year old Derek Harper. And if you draft a rookie John Stockton, he's not going to start over Derek Harper, you know? So that's where do they become the players that they are later on in their career? I want to hope so. I, I lean that way with different players of saying that yeah, their talent would win out, basically. Kind of like when, say, would Dirk be Dirk if he didn't go to the Mavericks? Right. But I think it would have been a harder path for him because Derek Harper was really young. I mean, he's 23 years old, and to draft another, if they drafted Stockton, he would have been backing him up a lot and just all of that stuff. So I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's an automatic given that, oh, if you got Stockton and Barkley, then there you go, you win a title. Because I don't know they become the players they – turned out to be that quick in Dallas. It's harder to convince me of the Barkley one than the Stockton one. Uh because I think they they drafted Sam Perkins who was he was a 6-9 power forward like he would but, but he could shoot though. That's the thing. Barkley didn't shoot threes. Perkins did. And that that was the biggest kind difference. Of. Eh. I mean, he kind of did. What did he how many he didn't even shoot one a game. His but he was like the stretch though. That was his thing. He didn't take more than one a game until like six years into his career so i mean you're, you're betting on the i'm we're going back to sam Ker- perkins scouting reports this is not our wheelhouse <laughs> but yeah. uh the barkley one i think is more of a, is a bigger what if to me than potentially john stockton i will say say Sator says stockton didn't start his first year in utah but did utah have a young good point guard like a Derek harper that that would be my thing i understand stockton didn't start his first year in utah but dallas had another young point guard that they really liked in Derek harper that was just 23 it's not like Derek Harper was 33 and here came Stockton so that was Michael says what if Nick wasn't a Lakers fan Isaac do you think this podcast would be different wouldn't it be different I don't think it would be as fun and honestly I don't think it would be as good and because it brings uh, Nick brings a whole different perspective and there's a lot of fun y'all have been kidding Nick about Lakers stuff I've been kidding Nick about Lakers stuff for three years and uh, it's kind of like this weird world of both of our like Obviously, I'm connected to the team, and I kind of work for the team, all this stuff. But then, like, and so I'm bi- I'm more biased to, to Mav stuff. Nick brings an outside voice that I just don't bring to this podcast, and Nick's way better at all of the stuff than I could possibly be. So uh, this pod, yeah, if pod, if Nick was not a Lakers fan, I think it would just be another Homer Mavs pod. So anyway. Yeah, that's right, Michael. It wouldn't be as good. 
show wouldn't be as good. You probably wouldn't be listening. <laughs> no, I like to I like to remind people that it, it does bring a, a level of uh, outside perspective. I think, and at this point, I've watched more Mavs games than probably any of you listening, <laughs> right? In the over the last like four years, right? I've watched every single game, so. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like if you look at the media landscape here, like Nick, Nick loves the Lakers, but Nick takes more of a Woj approach to like, hey, I'm going to like everybody. Like, Nick, who's your biggest villain? Like, you give me a heck about like hating LeBron. Oh, but, yeah. Like, do you, like, you don't really like fully hate well, somebody. The thing in the is, league. my villains are all gone. Like, Paul Pierce was a huge villain for me that I just yeah, I but, could like, not now, stand. Though. Now, yeah, now I don't really have one. So Nick brings kind of like a Woj type of like, hey, I'm media. I'm, you know, everybody. I'm more it's of like a, Zach, a Bill Simmons. It's the Zach Lowe thing where he's Zach like. Yeah. I'm more of like a Bill Simmons route of like, I'm loyal to the Mavs and I'm going to hold grudges against teams <laughs> and people that I don't right. like. So, right. so anyway. That's how, that's how it works. And uh, we think it works so far. So, all right, coming up, let's get into, let's play another game. So we'll let chat decide. Chat, while I'm doing this commercial break, let me know if you want to play pick two or if you want to play start cut bench. So. Type in the chat, pick two, or start cut bench while I read this ad read. Uh, all right, coming up, let's get into one of those games. But before we do, Isaac Harris, let me tell you about one of the biggest life hacks in just life right now. There's so many things that I want to get into, so many books that I want to read, so much knowledge that I want to get in my brain. Uh, and Blinkist is one of the best ways to do it. Blinkist is a really unique tool. It works on your phone, your tablet, your web browser. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. There's a whole bunch of different books on here. Uh, the one that really stuck out to me was Becoming by Michelle Obama. I felt like that was an interesting book that I would want to get into. The uh, the book about Tiger Woods from Jeff Benedict, if you want to hear about Tiger Woods' life. A bunch of other things in there about psychology, inside the science of athletics, uh, a lot of sports podcasts. The Secrets of Power of Negotiating by Roger Dawson. I feel like that would be a really good one if you want to get into more of you know learning about negotiating. You get 15 minutes. All those books that I just mentioned, you can get all four of those books that I just mentioned done in an hour. That's pretty wild to think about. Uh, Blinkist will get you unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want, and for all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for the Lockdown Mavs listeners. Go to Blinkist.com slash NBA, try it free for seven days, and save 25% off. That's Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash NBA to start your free seven-day trial. You also have save 25% off a subscription, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash NBA. All right, we're back. Chat. I do never let Isaac read. That is very true. <laughs> it looks like we're doing start, cut, bench. That feels like the one that people want to do. So, all right, start sending me three players. It can be in any sport or in, in basketball or in any era. Uh, but here's the first one I got for you. I'm going to do three of them that were kind of in, in Jordan's time. Patrick Ewing, David Robinson, Hakeem Olajuwon. Start, cut, bench. Oh, you're going to ask me? Yeah. Oh, yes, in chat. And well, everyone I guess in we're chat. Still doing the, but chat we're can still start sending pod, three so, players. Yeah, we can't do silence on the pod. Uh, we'll start... <laughs> Start Akeem Olajuwon. That's a, that's a no brainer that for me. Yeah. Uh, and I'm cutting Patrick Ewing, and I'll just bench uh, the Admiral. Oh, so. you're gonna cut Patrick Ewing? Yeah, yeah. I'll take the Admiral over Ewing. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's no doubt for Olajuwon. I, I mean, I yeah, I think there's um, yeah, 
I mean, personally, I prefer Olajuwon over Shaq as far as an all-time center. So interesting. I would definitely, I would definitely take Olajuwon. Interesting. Uh, Hakeem's yeah. numbers are just insane. If you go back and look at him, he's obviously starting on this team. It'd be interesting to see if Jordan played those two years. What what Hakeem's legacy would be like because he doesn't win those two titles. Yeah, probably. Uh, he, guys, pr- prime Hakeem in this era. Oh, oh he'd be amazing. God. He'd be. Oh my god. He'd be. And be able to handle the ball like he. Go like, and Jokic would, combined. Yeah. Oh, insane. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be absolutely insane. Uh, but yeah, people are saying Hakeem, David Robinson, Patrick Ewing. That seems to be the consensus in chat from everybody. Um, yeah, I think I'm. I'm. I think I'm going to keep Patrick Ewing though. I think I'll keep him over David Robinson. Ah, that's tough. David Robinson did have that one. What did he have? Like seventy points in that one game. <laughs> I think. I think back at David Robinson. I remember him being a great defensive player, but he could score the ball too. So yeah, maybe yeah, I'm taking. Maybe I'll take David Robinson. All right, here's one from chat. This is from Christian, and he stole this from uh, NBA Central because I I also wrote it down. <laughs> DeAndre Ayton, Bam Adebayo, and Jaron Jackson Jr. Start cut Woo! bench. Man, whatever you do with Jaron Jackson, you're still kind of projecting a little bit because he's been hurt. But he can um, he can shoot the three really well, though. That's the thing about Jaron Jackson is you're getting a guaranteed three point shooter and a really good defensive player so far. It's just a lot of things, like Isaac said, you're still projecting. I'm gonna start Bam bench Jaron Jackson Jr. and cut Aiden. I think that's what I would do too. Bam has just Bam has really exploded, and he's become the yeah. darling of NBA Twitter. People just love him. And and listen, I hate that for Aiden. I'm not talking trash on that because I think Aiden gets trashed on so much, and I think Aiden's going to be a really good basketball player in this league. So I'm not I'm not anti Aiden. It's just I like the other two. You're guys just picking the other two up. over him. Yeah, I think yeah, it seems like everyone else is in chat too. Um. Okay. I got a '90s Bulls one for you. Give me the '90s Bulls one. Rodman, Kukoc, and Horace Grant. Ooh, Rodman, Kukoc, Horace Grant. This is. I feel like you have to start Rodman. Do you? I think so. He's just okay. Let me switch it to in today's game. What would it be? It, when you say it like that, you want me to start Kukoc, right? <laughs> I, that, that's what, yeah. I just I'm wondering. He would be. Would he be better than Gallinari? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you comparing Miguel Nari? Because he's a six ten guy that can shoot really well. <laughs> Why am I heightest? Am I being heightest right then? Um, man, I think even in today's Dennis Rodman, be, he's such a unique player. That would be the question. Would you take in today's game? Would you take prime Tony Kukoc or prime Dennis Rodman? If the Mavs had Dennis Rodman, like if you have KP at the five and Rodman at the four, you could get away with oh. that. And oh yeah, yeah, that would for be sure. insane. It would fix all the rebounding problems, <laughs> like all of them. Yeah, the wing defense fixed, absolutely fixed. Rodman would just have to be the only non-shooter on the floor in today's game. Yeah, a couple of people picking. Oh, Robert picked Grant and Rodman, and then Kukoc. He started Horace Grant. Horace Grant is the one I keep, though. I'm trying to decide. <laughs> Who are you going to cut? <laughs> I know. Well, I think I have to cut Kukoc, right? Horace Grant was really good. Yeah. But in today's NBA, Horace Grant would be tough to play. Like he would be he would be Paul Millsap in a way, but like you could play him, but you have to have yeah. a specific five next to him, like Al Horford or Jokic. Yeah. Yeah. Say to her, I'm not we're not doing those. We're not doing local people. Oh, he, he's love love all of those guys. All uh all of those guys are great. So so far that you've named. <laughs> Uh, he said Cooperstein, Mark Follow, or Matt Pinto. I don't even know who Matt Pinto is. Should I? Should I know who that is? 
Um, I don't think I do. <laughs> Unless I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> Unless it's a radio guy. I just don't listen to a lot of radio. So I know he's not the FC Dallas guy, so I don't know. Uh, um, Sater also said earlier, though, Lazy Boy Sofa or Sofa Chair? Star Cut Bench. And I guess the bench one, is, I think bench is what you say, want because you're sitting on <laughs> That's incredible. What do you... Um, do you like the? Do oh, you have the just chair that you sit yourself? Because we don't, we just have two couches right now. We don't have the chair. We have this like chair in the corner. But guys, this has been an ongoing debate right now in my house because we have just just a couch in front of our TV, and I just miss. I don't know if y'all like me. I just when I'm getting the zone, like when the last dance comes on, or back when I was really like Game of Thrones was happening on Sunday night. I I just want to sit directly died. in front in front of the TV and just fully. Uh, but I just don't have a chair like that to do that right now. So I kind of, I kind of need. I want a big like beanbag type of thing. But oh well. Oh, you know what you should look up is Love Sack. Have you seen those? Don't don't Google. I guess you could Google it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but it's these giant beanbag chairs. They're like like three feet tall and like like four feet wide. They're huge. They're these massive. Uh, they're these massive beanbag chairs, but they're they're kind of expensive, but they're awesome. My friend Cody has one. Uh, Patrick, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't remember time before follow up. I refuse to remember time before Mark. Yeah, I don't know if we were alive when follow <laughs> wasn't doing maps. Game. He's been there for so long. Um, Michael says Michael has one that he finished one that I had started earlier. Uh, I had Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, and then the third one is Kevin Garnett. That's a tough one. That's a Dang, tough one. This is hard. Barkley, yeah. Malone, KG. Because we're basically figuring out, you know, who's you know second, third, and fourth behind um, Dirk. Four. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say behind KG. I was like, oh, interesting. Um, man, this is hard. KG, I, guess I loved KG. So I had so many posters of KG in my room growing up. Yeah, and then he I went to the Celtics to- and just ruined everything. Uh, I think I would still go. God bless, man. Get, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm, me, I'm gonna start KG. I'm gonna bench Barkley. I'll bring Barkley off the bench for a scoring punch and get rid of Carl Malone. Go live no, in the go I'd, live in the woods. I'd, I'd swap out that. I put Bar. I put Bark. I'd be cutting Barkley in that case. Barkley's also the guy that the camaraderie guy off the bench, cracking jokes at people. Carl Malone's not bringing yeah. your team together. He was so good, though. Oh, obviously, oh, all three of these guys are good. Yeah, but I think I would take his career and his game over Barkley. Wolfgang says, "Start cut bench: Waterburger, Chick Fil A, and Popeyes." Waterburger, Chick Fil A, Popeyes. Um, I would. This is going to be very unpopular in Texas. I would definitely start Chick Fil A. I'd bench Popeyes and cut Waterburger. <laughs> honey butter chicken biscuit. You can never have a honey butter chicken biscuit ever again. I love listen I love that it's just I just don't I try I don't get breakfast at fast food places a lot I try to eat breakfast at home and the the main times I've had honey butter chicken biscuits after 11 o'clock because oh, that's when yeah. they start that's serving the them. best times to have um, them yes it is but uh but yeah I mean and Popeye's chicken sandwich is great but I mean I go to Chick-fil-a probably more than any fast food place the problem with Popeye's is they have the one sandwich right yeah and Chick-fil-a you at least get what 80% of that sandwich, 90% of that sandwich. You can recreate it a little bit. Yeah, I, okay. I will say Whataburger, the chicken tender, like on Texas toast and all that, it's great. Isn't it weird that the two things Whataburger does the best are both chicken? 
honey butter yeah. chicken biscuit and then the chicken on texas toast yeah at least to me uh but yeah i'm gonna um i'll bench whataburger and i'll start i'll start chick-fil-a get out of here popeyes sorry holy crap michael says Derek fisher rondo or lamar odom <laughs> We're, let's go mabs era both all three of those guys <laughs> my lord um, this is our last one okay if you're starting one that means like you're risking the starter chemistry here rondo but well, rondo was the best player we can agree I on the mavs we can agree no, no, no i'm not even i'm not even talking about talent where's the talent's <laughs> out the window here so wh- i gotta figure out who would be the worst for team chemistry and that's when you gotta cut so rondo's getting cut for sure because um, he's the worst for t- the other two just, like lamar Odom just had a problem and Derek fisher was just kind of i he, i guess i just try to bury Derek fisher and just hey guys let's just help lamar along so you're starting lamar. lamar odom sure why not <laughs> don't don't look at me like that who are you gonna start i'm just holding ba- i'm just trying Rondo? to hold back from doing the Stephen a smith um thing yeah henry knows henry knows <laughs> oh i get it henry i get who it who was but- on crack <laughs> I would rather have that than whatever Rondo brings. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm starting Derek Fisher. If he wants to leave, he can leave. <laughs> I'm, All right, I'm cu- Bill I loved Lamar Bro- Odom on the Lakers. I loved him so much. But I'm cutting him. Mavs era Lamar Odom is not not making this team. We'll do this one last one for the pod. I can't believe I just started Bro- Derek Fisher. <laughs> there you go. Have fun, Brad, Bill, Clay Thompson, Jimmy Butler. Ooh, um, I'm starting Clay. I'm benching. Be- I'm benching. Be- <laughs> get Jimmy Butler all the way out of here. I guess I would agree. It's tough. That's a tough yeah. one. Yeah. The hard part with you, all of these is yeah. you're getting rid of a good player, <laughs> right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think yeah. There's so much stuff that goes in with the Jimmy Butler being cut in this scenario. Um. You do wonder, like, what would Clay look like in Brad Bill's role, and what would Brad Bill look like in Clay's role? To where, yeah, what? How would those be different? But I think I would take, uh, yeah, I think I'd take the same order. You, I would start Clay, bench Bill, cut Jimmy. I'm clapping back on some people in the chat. Nick's clapping back on our live hot mic. Um, all right, guys, listen to us come Monday. Uh, remember, this pod is brought to you by Built Bar. <laughs> Just got to throw that in there one more time. There you go, guys. We'll be back on Monday. Last, last dance pod. The last one. So if you're tired of those, it's the last one on Monday. So those, Wait, who would be tired of this? I don't know. I, not a lot of people. People are still listening. So what What else are you like watching right now? Uh, no, if they're tired of us talking about it, maybe. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But the last, last dance pod, and then we'll do the what if on Jordan with the Mavericks back when Cuban first bought the team, and then we'll probably do a whole bunch of what ifs next week, too. We have a whole bunch of them you guys gave us tonight, so we'll work on those. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom. Boom.